Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Welcome to the Fly With Us podcast. This podcast is bringing the art of conversation, self-love, self-care, mental health care and protection, life lessons, love lessons, and everything in between. Today, we're going to talk about finding fulfillment in your life. I'm Lady Bounce. And I am Ace Slate. All right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What gives you fulfillment? Don't don't just ask me that like that. Like, um, let's see. Like, I, I mean, like cookies, kids, you know. <laughs> <laughs> all of the happy uh, things. All the happy things. Um, yeah, for me, right now, um, what gives me fulfillment is um is um honoring my gift and living in what I believe to be my purpose. Um, that is fulfilling to me. To mm-hmm. to be able to um inspire people and, and motivate and encourage people so yeah yeah that's what <laughs> but i think <laughs> i think those are those are great things and i would have to echo the same response that i am fulfilled because i'm pursuing my passion i'm doing mm-hmm. my life's work and even i think even if i wasn't a teacher per se i would still be doing something with the youth mm-hmm. something in, in education Something to impact because that's what my passion is. That's yeah. what makes me happiest. Um, I taught summer school this summer. I'm already back to work. You know, wow. when my other coworkers are still enjoying their <laughs> summer, I've already been back, you know, interviewing new staff and mm-hmm. just getting things ready for the new year. And it doesn't feel like work. Like I'm not mad that mm-hmm. I have to get up at seven and eight and be at work, you know, when I, because you are doing what you love and loving what you do. Absolutely. That's how you feel. That's how I feel fulfilled. When I'm doing what I love and I'm loving what I'm doing, definitely, definitely, definitely. And not having the pressure of it. Like, I know. Well, there is no pressure if you love it. If you love it, it it doesn't even seem like work. It's just effortless because that's what you want to do. Right. But when you're just doing, oh, I got to get up, I got to go to work, I got to do this to pay a bill, I got to do this so these kids can have this, I got to do this for so and so. Eh. <laughs> it's draining. It is it's draining because then you so. feel like you you never have the time to just stop mm-hmm. and take it all in, good, mm-hmm. bad, or otherwise. Because you're so in the rat race. I gotta get. I gotta get. I gotta do. I gotta. I gotta. 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 Yeah. And then at the end of the day, when when it's just you and you're in the bathtub or you're in a shower and it's mm-hmm. just you and your thoughts, then you feel so empty. Speaking of empty, I, I've been talking to a few people like um, an old friend, same friend I've had since I was three years old. And I was talking to her and she was like, I just don't feel like um, I don't feel right. It doesn't feel like um, I have a purpose. Why am I here? Mm-hmm. And I asked her, I was like, well, what is it that you really want to do? It's got to be something that you've always wanted to do, but you've never been able to do it because of work or whatever, family life or what have you. She said nothing. She and then I said it got to be something. She said I don't know, like and I was really blown wow. aback. I was shocked because I didn't know that there were people out here that didn't know what they want to do. And and here I am, forty one. Like, what do you mean you, you don't have a dream? You don't have a goal? So I guess in that sense, you could find yourself unfulfilled because you don't know what is filling to you. So so I suppose. What well, you know in my line of work. I see that out of the kids that I work with. And then I see other people put these unrealistic expectations on them and say, well, at 17, 
you expect this child to be able to answer and say, I want to do X, Y, and Z for the rest of my life. And this is all I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. This is going to bring me happiness. It's going to bring me fulfillment. But then, like you said, you run into somebody right, who's the same age for, as you. And she's actually older than me. Well, yeah. So she's older, older than you. Yeah. And she still has no idea what she wants to do. So now it really seems like an unrealistic expectation. Yeah. To put that on, on To put that kids. on these kids to go, well, what are you going to do? What right do you want to be when you grow up? I yeah. mean, we can get what do we want to be when we grow up. But when it goes into what is your purpose? What is your calling? What what do you feel like will sustain you for the rest of your life and give you joy and you can still make money from? What what would that be? That that gets, that's when it gets tough for some people. Right. And I, I mean, I I I guess I, I can consider myself blessed that I've always had a dream. When I was right. a kid, I was like, I'm going to be a writer. Or a journalist or a cop. I had it all together. Then I was like, okay, well, I'm going to be an activist that writes. Yes. <laughs> right? And then I'm like, and I'm going to have a green Jaguar because that's the car that writers drive. <laughs> so I kind of stuck with that, that feeling. I just knew what I, I've always knew what I wanted to do. And anymore, um, the way that I find fulfillment, no matter what I'm doing, be it doing nursing assisting work or be it, Working in the schools and the workshops or doing poetry or podcasts. And if it doesn't all tie in to, to that creativity, that mm-hmm. poetic, that, that poetry or the um, motivational speaking and inspiring others, then I'm like, it's not for me, you right. know? So that's how I stay fulfilled. And that makes a lot of sense because then you don't end up using energy into something that, that either isn't going to fulfill you, mm-hmm. isn't going to sustain you. And then that's when it feels like it's a chore or it's a burden or I'm just doing this because this is what's expected or this is what is wanted, you know, of me and out of me. Mm-hmm. So you definitely, I would have to say, are supremely blessed to ah. be able to work in and to walk in your purpose mm-hmm. and find the happiness within it. And also... That when it gets to a point where it stops being that way, that you can let it go. Yeah. And walk away. Yeah. And I think for me, that's where I struggle. Uh-huh. I can do all of these things that, that find me and bring me fulfillment. But then when it's time to, to let it go, or when it's time to realize and recognize that this isn't what I want, this isn't how I like it, it's not doing mm-hmm. anything for me, I tend to hold on to it mm-hmm. and still do it because it's expected other people want it, you know, out of me and I'm a people pleaser, mm-hmm. you know, deep down. So I want to make everybody happy. Mm-hmm. But then if I'm making everybody else happy, I'm not making myself happy. So so what what do you like? Do you have something you could point out now like you're doing that's not making you happy, but you're still doing it? How do you still find fulfillment when you're in those tough situations? How do you still how do you still find joy in those situations? Honestly. It doesn't have anything to do with me at all. It it has. I think that's the whole story of our whole life. It's bigger than us. It's yeah, bigger well, than no, you. not even. Big. <laughs> and we're not necessarily like that. I think for me, it, it goes back to like what I said before about I'm a people pleaser. Yeah. So even when I'm unhappy with it and I'm not fulfilled, if it's making the other person happy and it's making the other person fulfilled, then I'll continue to do it. But then that could be something. Instead of saying I'm a people pleaser, I find joy. And bringing pleasure to others. Okay. But on the flip side of that, and bringing (laughs) that pleasure to others, what happens when it's not bringing me pleasure? Stop. 
But I can't because I want to make these people happy. No. Because remember, you have to stay fly first. Love <laughs> yourself. <laughs> you got to first love yourself, you know? Right. So, yeah. And I mean, I can't lie. That That is definitely a, a struggle. We have to be really careful sometimes what we ask for. Because I was like, oh, I want my whole family together. And I want them all happy and whole. And then when everybody started moving in all at once, I was like, I want my whole family to be living separately. <laughs> <laughs> and be happy you know i mean yeah we we gotta um pick you know pick or choose it, it, either way right. just find joy and light in it in it either way i mean but you gotta always look out for what's best for you because if right. you if you feeling like oh yes i've made them happy but i'm so tired i'm so exhausted i don't yes. have funds for this that and the other then you doing yourself a disservice. You know right. what I mean? So we, we got to know when to let go. But we, we'll talk about that. Um, we, we got some time. We'll talk about that. Cause <laughs> I think people are going to want to talk about that, but more about this. How do we find fulfillment? Like, what are some things we could do? I know one of the things we could do if, um, we don't know, like for my friend who, um, I love you, bestie. <laughs> what was one of the things we can do is like figure out what our purpose is. Like, what's that one thing that, that'll really get you going and make you feel like you've lived a full life? Because I don't want to be the person that, that goes on to the hereafter, whatever that may be. Mm-hmm. And then they like, well, she lived, she died, the end. Right. No. I tell my kids all the time. I got time, a whole paragraph in the middle of that day. Mm, I tell my kids all the time, I am going to live forever. And you will hear me forever. You will hear me on the radio. You will hear me um and, and on albums or wherever. You will see my face in different art forms. You will mm-hmm. read my works. You will see people and they will speak of or speak through. You know what I mean? Right. Like, mm-mm, I don't, I don't plan on dying no time soon. But for those who, um, do not know, Mr. Our brother, S. Ali Myers. You can yes. look him up on YouTube. I mean, he is a genius. He is indeed. Let's, how, what's the word? Metaphysical. Is that the word that's, that, that it is? Yes. I can't, I think it's metaphysical. So if you want to know something about metaphysics, which I'm trying to learn more about, where I'm learning more about, right. this guy will open, help you open up your mind to so much more. I mean, be it stones, be it the moon. I mean, come on, it's bigger than us. And numerology. And hey, he's he's big <laughs> on a, on a numerology. I'd but be if like, you, okay, but if you just want to get down to the basics and get to the root of things, he has written a book. It is the Noun Purpose Manual: mm-hmm. How to Find Your Life Is Your Life's Calling Today. How to Find Your Life Calling Today by S. Ali Myers. Look that thing up. YouTube, Amazon. I have that book. I got it for a gift. Amen. Somebody loves you. Yes. And it's a workbook. (laughs) So you can actually write in it. Yeah. And so I was, I I struggled because I was like, should I write in it in pencil Mm -hmm. so I can erase it in case (laughs) it changes? Because, you know, ink is permanent. And then I thought about it. No, I'm going to write in it in ink Mm -hmm. because I'm going to manifest Mm -hmm. whatever this is that I'm supposed to have. I love it. I'm going to write it in ink. When when you're getting ready to make your decision on what you're going to do 
for the rest of your life. Want to know? <laughs> I had a sixth grade teacher, Miss Russ, and she was watching uh, Mahogany, and she wanted me and a, a sister named Jewel Jameson to sing um, "Do You Know Where You're Going To" by Diana Ross. Mm-hmm. And one of the parts, she said, "Do you know what you're going to do for the rest of your life?" No. We don't, but if you don't, some people don't, but if you don't know what you're going to do for the rest of your life, write down, I'm going to first love myself and write it in ink. Make that a permanent declaration and affirmation to yourself that that's one of the things that you are going to do. And while you're doing that, think about some more (laughs) self-care. We have some self-care here today. For those of you that are running the rat race, as Miss Lady Bounce said, and you going from this job to that job and this person mm-hmm. to that person and this family and this thing to that thing, ah, whatever your line of work may be, whatever you're working on, know the signs of being a workaholic, okay? Because it's one thing to be busy and it's another thing to be productive, okay? Yes. So know the signs when you, this is our self-care Moment. Know the signs when you are a workaholic. You love your job. You work hard. Okay, maybe too hard. One of the many signs of being a workaholic is working more than 40 hours a week. I think we all do that. I know I do. <laughs> I think we have because some of us got 16 jobs. I got three jobs, man. <laughs> me working on me 16 jobs. <laughs> <laughs> However, it is possible that you simply have a strong work ethic and are not a workaholic. The difference is finding balance, okay? Prioritizing and sometimes just leaving work at work. That's the change maker right there. Whoa. <laughs> Lady right there. That's my whole struggle we right see you there. Got a whole nother, we know you got a whole nother office so you can work at home, I home know. work from work. I know. That you don't even have to work on at I home. Know. Bless your heart. That is dedication, y'all. That is dedication. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, this is um how you'll know. They think about work when they should be focusing on driving or changing a baby. <laughs> Little babies to change, however, comma. I do drive every day. Every day. Every day. They believe working long hours is justified if they love their work. Now, I'm one of those people. Well, it makes sense that I can drive to three cities every day because I love what I do. That makes sense. It makes sense. Right. That's how you justify it. I think that that might just mean we're really ambitious or, again, dedicated. Okay, Mm -hmm. we're a little confused about this. Let's talk about it. Three, they hate being interrupted by family and others who want them to do something else. Oh, my. Okay, do you get, do you feel like that? I do. Because I know I do. Like, don't tell me, they're like, why you want to do this poetry thing? That's not really going to work out. Or why do I, don't talk to me like that. And they, you know, when I'm working on something and then they go, Mom, we haven't eaten dinner yet. Do not. Like, Go warm up a hot pocket. Eat some cereal. (laughs) Ain't it some cereal in there? I know your daddy went to the store. So, yeah. Luckily, everybody, we are blessed to have older children that can cook for themselves. Thank God. Four, they permit relationships to suffer because of work. Or five, they often worry about being laid off or fired, even when their present job is secure. That is the difference it says, let me go backwards because that didn't make sense to me. The difference, uh, the, however, it is possible that you simply have a strong worth eth- ethic and are not a workaholic. The difference is that the work worth, uh, 
The speakaholic cannot speak. The workaholic <laughs> cannot live a life in balance by prioritizing activities and leaving work at work. Okay. They often worry about being laid off or fired even when their present job is secure. So for knowing the warning signs of a workaholic, basically, if you can't put your work down when you get home and that work is designated for another space, um, do some uh, self care and leave that work there. Because when you when we are operating in your gift, you don't leave that thing nowhere. You take right. it everywhere you go. Hence, why Miss Lady Bounce is bringing her work home and has an office at home. Hence, why I'm always looking for ways to uh, motivate, encourage, and inspire, especially poetically. Um, so just. Pull your life back into balance by modifying your schedule so as not to devote a lot of time to things that are not a priority. Prioritize, prioritize, prioritize. Do what you love, love what you do, and you will never, ever have to work again. How about it? I like it. <laughs> and then our mindfulness minute. Here's a good one. Make a 10-point list of what's important to you. These are 10 ways you can write down 10 ways of what's important to you. And I guarantee you, you will find some fulfillment somewhere in there. Probably at least 10 different points <laughs> that will fulfill you. <laughs> Millions of people live their lives without a sense of direction. Mm -hmm. Unless you know what is really important to you and what you want out of life. How are you going to know where you are going, how to get what you want and what your goals in life are? Think of 10 things that are really important to you. For example, family unity. Then make each item as specific as possible. Be specific. Instead of family unity, maybe you really mean eating meals together, working on chores together, or praying together. Not moving the whole family in the house all at one time and y'all living together, right? Be clear. <laughs> Refine the 10 things on your list until you know exactly what is of primary importance to you. These are mm. the things that will make you happiest. Knowing what they are can help you take care of yourself. Make a 10-point list of what's important to you. That is our mindfulness minute on how to find fulfillment. And knowing the warning signs of being a workaholic is our self-care assignment on how to find a fulfillment. Because we want y'all to get to that period of overflow where you just overflow. boiling over with, with, with joy and pleasure with your life and situation. But as always, <laughs> we have to let the teacher be the teacher, right? <laughs> so we're going to move over and get our digga, 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 brain science. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> All right. So here are five ways, <clears throat> excuse me, to acquire success and discover fulfillment. One, mm -hmm. challenge yourself to grow, which is what you just Ooh, said. Love it. Happiness is a byproduct of action. Take steps towards fulfillment by engaging in the never ending process of self-improvement. Remain open to new thoughts and ideas. Stay hungry for knowledge and practice what you preach. You can always become a better professional and a better person. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. This one is you right here. Contribute to others. Ooh, Authentic awesome. fulfillment comes from contributing to others. People enjoy engaging in charity work because it both helps others feel good. Mm -hmm. mm. Mm -hmm. It makes you feel good as well. Mm -hmm. Pro-social actions make us feel more connected and increases our compassion for people's unique experiences. Mm -hmm. 
Facing the existential reality of our own finitude aids our ability to make meaningful connections to others, which opens our hearts and changes our perspective on life. I like this one. Live in the present moment. I oh, struggle right, with right this. Now. Yeah. Let go of your never ending self-talk. Take a short break without scrolling through the endless entertainment of your phone. Pause and just be present. Mm -hmm. When an old computer has too many programs running at the same time, it slows down. That's right. The more that you can connect to the stillness of the here now, the lower your anxiety and frustration and the greater your focus becomes. <laughs> when you are immersed in the present moment, your productivity and happiness will skyrocket. Yeah. Happiness skyrocketing. I think we ought to use that. I think so. <laughs> Number four. Now, this is a big one because this is I run into this with my students. And your sense of entitlement. Oh, don't nobody owe you nothing. Most of us feel like we should have certain things happen and we should have gotten that promotion or we should have felt appreciated for our good deed. We should have had more time to meet a deadline. The truth is. We construct the small room to which we're in prison. Oh my God. Yeah. When we set expectations yeah, for what should happen, we contribute to feeling frustrated, anxious, and depressed. We need to shift our focus to what is and start being grateful for what we have instead of brooding over what we don't. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. love that. I do too. I do too. Number five, connect to something larger than yourself. Just as giving helps us feel more empathetic with others and appreciative of what we have, sometimes it's important to feel how small our problems really are. That's right. When you immerse yourself in the mountains or swim in the vastness of the ocean, you realize how meaningless your complaints are in the long run. Mm -hmm. We often give power to our problems and make them larger than they need to be. Suffering is part of the human condition. Looking for happiness outside of yourself contributes to unhappiness and leads to regret at the end of life. Stop expecting and start appreciating. Stop thinking about what should be and start being grateful for what is. Mm -hmm. The more you can continue learning and growing, the happier you will become. When you challenge yourself to grow, contribute to others and live in the present moment, you will improve your productivity and sense of fulfillment. After ending your sense of entitlement and changing your perspectives on your problems, you'll be equipped to acquire wealth and the one thing money can't buy, fulfillment. Hey, now. I like that. <laughs> so don't be all concerned with making that fat check, that big check. You got to get something that money can't buy to really be fulfilled. I agree. Yeah. Because even I if money was gone. Like, say money was not a thing. Right. You didn't need money to get the things you wanted. Mm -hmm. Would you still be happy? Right. Would you know how to be happy right. without those things? Right. Right. Because it's just like they say in that in the greatest story ever told. They say it in that in that good book or however everybody wants to word it. Um, <laughs> not even the birds and the bees worry about tomorrow. Right. I love right. It. And then my aunt had just said something to me a couple of weeks ago. She said everything. It lives and breathes on the planet of this earth, mm -hmm. does exactly what it was created and purposed to do, except us. Wow. And I said, wow, that's something to say. But then I was speaking to your husband and your husband said everything that lives and breathes on the planet of this earth does exactly what it's supposed to do because it doesn't have to work for a living. And then I said, well, we don't either. 
<laughs> we can do some of the things that were said there so we can live a more fulfilling life rather than uh, I like that a life of finance and, 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 and debt and negativity. And I love that you say change your perception, you know, about some of the things because one the sisters in Yellow Springs, she said um, she was in college when she was in college. She came in a cafeteria and she just flopped down and she was so angry. She was like, I'm cold and I'm tired and I'm hungry. Like, it's a terrible day. Mm -hmm. And she said somebody just walked up to her and said, well, put on a sweater, get you something to eat and go take a nap. Boom. Sometimes what we think is the end of the world is really just a very simple fix. So we just look at what we're dealing with. Be grateful for what we have and being present and be grateful for the opportunity to do it all again another way. You know, with every breath, we get an opportunity to do something again another way. That was one of our self-care assignments uh, like a month ago. And it was, you know, be thankful for every part of your life, the good and the bad. Mm -hmm. And be thankful for the opportunity to experience it all because Mm -hmm. there's a lesson and a blessing Mm -hmm. on the other side of those things that we find to be negative or detrimental yes. or those things that we don't want there's a lesson and a blessing I on the other side just posted something on facebook today thinking of that black butterfly song it's tell your do- sons and daughters what the struggle brings and i was like wait a minute the struggle the, the, the struggle brings um it brings growth it, it brings tenacity it brings love it brings perseverance it so it's all about how you look at things absolutely so i want y'all to take your blinders off put take your shades on put your clear lenses on put your contacts in whatever you must do and look around and say dang I am so blessed and I have the opportunity to be completely immersed in joy, pleasure, satisfaction and all things um, good for me. I like it. Um, Yeah. So I I hope that you find some fulfillment and I hope that we have been um, a conduit. (laughs) to help you find that stay focused be determined um you can find us on facebook instagram twitter uh i drew a blank and soundcloud and soundcloud (laughs) and youtube and you can watch us on youtube and you can email us always Uh at Fly with us, LA, LA. at gmail.com. <laughs> That's all right. The teacher has been teaching all day. I know, like, I totally just lost right. it. Like, like okay. I knew what I was about to say, but. It's all right. It's all right. That's why we're here for each other and with each other. I support yeah. my sister in that thing because I, like I had it. a nap today. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. So, as always, we love you for flying with us. Please continue to fly with us. Remember to first love yourself. I am a slate. I'm Lady Bounce. And we out here. Peace.